This is Father Kevin Hale with the homily for the 8th Sunday of Ordinary Time, the 3rd of March. Over the years, I've had the duty and the privilege of being executor to a number of priests and family members. Having to go through the personal effects of another and knowing how to dispose of these things can be both sensitive and painful as indeed it is when having to go through their financial affairs, seeing how they spent their money, and then distribute what remains to any beneficiaries. Throughout life, we spend time making plans, saving money, hoarding things, which ultimately mean nothing. Once we die, all our secrets and our plans come into the light of day, because at that time, it's only God that really matters. In the older calendar of the church, this Sunday is called Quinquagesima, which means 50 days before Easter. So this is the final Sunday before Lent begins. Ash Wednesday is only a few days away. And it's a good time to make sure that we're ready for Lent. As Lent is imminent, we should make our plans for it now. St Paul in the second reading of the Mass today speaks about the inevitability of dying so that the victory of Christ may be manifest. Throughout our lives we go through this ritual of dying and rising. Each day when we fall asleep and wake again is like a rehearsal for our final falling asleep. And the Church herself goes through this drama in her liturgy every year between Lent and Easter. Lent is the season when we go through this dying to self so that Christ can be more clearly alive in each one of us. Pope Francis, in his message for this Lent, reminds the Church that the whole of creation, and us human beings in particular, have a deep, deep longing for God. He writes, Lent is a sacramental sign of this conversion. It invites Christians to embody the Paschal mystery ever more deeply and concretely in their personal, family and social lives, Above all, by prayer, fasting and almsgiving. Fasting, that is, learning to change our attitude towards others and all creation, turning away from the temptation to devour everything, to satisfy our veracity and being ready to suffer for love, which can fill the emptiness of our hearts. Prayer, which teaches us to abandon idolatry and the self-sufficiency of our ego, and to acknowledge our need of the Lord and his mercy, and almsgiving, whereby we escape from the insanity of hoarding everything for ourselves in the illusory belief that we can secure a future that does not belong to us, and thus to rediscover the joy of God's plan for creation and for each of us, which is to love him, our brothers and sisters, and the entire world, and to find in this love our true happiness. Naturally, these practices don't come easily to us, affected as we are by the wound of original sin and its effects. But by the patient exercise and living of the Christian life and its duties, we can attain to great perfection and imitation of Jesus, our model and our guide. St Augustine, who knew all too well his own negative impulses, defined them as 
twisted and tangled knottiness. And he writes, I will certainly impose privation, but in order that he will forgive me and to be pleasing in his eyes that I may enjoy his delightfulness. Deny, denying ourselves food, which nourishes our body, nurtures an interior disposition to listen to Christ and to be fed by his saving word. Through fasting and praying, we allow him to come and satisfy the deepest hunger that we experience in the depths of our being, the hunger and thirst that we have for God. Whatever we decide for our lives this Lent, the objective, the essence, is the same for all of us, and it's this, to make our Christianity live as a relationship with Jesus and not just see it as an ideology. Christianity is, in the first place, about a person and about what he did. And we must all discover and rediscover this Lent, the richness of what is contained in that person. Having to sort out life's leftovers and personal effects of someone that we love who has gone before us serves as a stark reminder of the inevitability of this for each of us. It serves to remind us how we should be living now. In the blink of an eye, everything can change. We can say, I'm going to begin tomorrow, but who knows, that may not arrive. So forgiveness and conversion begins always right now, because we may not have another chance. It's Mary who will accompany us with a mother's love as we make our pilgrimage towards Easter again, as she was the first witness of the resurrection for her son. She will also strengthen us to witness before the world by our prayer, fasting and charity to what is most important. Let us pray. Grant us, O Lord, we pray, that the course of our world may be directed by your peaceful rule and that your church may rejoice untroubled in her devotion through Christ our Lord. Amen. <laughs>